Hi, my name is Amber, and this is the Ed Pursuits podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about gardening and what you can be planting now and what you want to be getting ready for. Kind of a basic overview. Um, This is the podcast where I talk about homesteading, homeschooling, and healthy living. Um, So if you're into those three things, you're in the right place. And I have found that people who are into one of those are often into the other two, even if they're not, you know, even if they don't have kids at home anymore or whatever, they're super supportive and always trying to help those who do. So anyway, thank you for being here. And today we're going to talk about gardening. So, um, I am not the greatest gardener, unfortunately, but I do have a degree in horticulture. And so I know the things that you're supposed to do and I plant every year and I've made pretty much every mistake there is to make. And so I can tell you what not to do and what you should do. Um, and basically the biggest thing that I've learned over the years is that gardening is a journey and to be thankful for every little bit of food that you're able to grow. (laughs) Also, the other thing is, is that your plants need to be super protected. They need to be coddled. They need to be given everything to produce well. And they, you know, they need the right amount of sunlight. Some plants do fine in the shade and need shade. Others need sun and they will do better in sun. Some need to be evenly watered. Some do better when they dry out a little bit. Um, A lot of it depends on what area are they, what area of the world are they from? What, what kind of environment did they, did they kind of adapt to? to do well and different crops are going to grow easier in different places and it's always a good idea to find somebody in your area who has grown things because they are usually really happy to share their knowledge and um, help you answer any questions and a lot of it is just you know don't be afraid try it and what's the worst that can happen is it dies and you lost a little bit of money on seeds or plants or whatever. I have lost a lot of money over the years, but I've gained it back in knowledge. So there's something. Okay. So today is February 2nd. Our frost free date is around April 20th, but a lot of people don't plant tomatoes and cucumbers and things like that out until Mother's Day. And I know that's how it was when we lived in Utah. Mother's Day was like, it'll be safe. And same in New Hampshire. So Northern, and those were both zone five, four or five, I think. Um, But a lot depends on other factors, not just, um, not just your frost free date. It's also, you know, like how cold does it get? So here in Arkansas, we actually have really nice days and then we'll have like a week of bitter cold and freezing temperatures. So we have to kind of follow the um, the more northern climate. Sorry, it's kind of late. I'm yawning. But anyway, and I, I recorded some of this episode already only to find that it was not recording. So here's another example of 
you know, you just got to try things. And so I lost 15 minutes and starting over again. But maybe this will be better than what my rambling was before. Actually, I was rambling a lot before because of the chickens, because that has been my biggest challenge in this, um, at this house is the chickens. Because I think I finally learned that you need good soil, you need good sun, and it needs to be, um, fenced off and everything needs to be protected and then um, because we do have a lot of nice days like this week it was in the 60s and it's going to be in the 60s this upcoming week as well um, because of that um, I'm going to I'm using row covers this year I tried winter sewing um, last year which is where you get the old milk jugs and you put soil in the bottom and then you cut them in half but leave leave don't cut them completely in half leave one part still connected and then you duct tape it well you plant and then you duct tape it and you leave it outside without the lid and so it's a mini greenhouse that gets watered from the winter snow and whatever and those plants are supposed to be super hardy but I waited too long to plant mine so they were kind of stunted and I saw a video of a guy that um, planted some of his stuff at the right time. And then another one was like a week later. And the growth, the amount of growth was really extreme. Like the other ones grew so much better. And um, that's definitely what happened with those is I, I stunted them. So... When they're at the right time to plant, you got to get them out in the garden. And that's one thing with gardening is you can't wait. Like these plants cannot wait. And if you get any plants from Home Depot or Tractor Supply or anything like that that are roots, plant them as soon as you buy them. And really any plants that you buy, get them planted as soon as you buy them because chance that you know, the roots will die out especially if it's later in the season it's not even worth buying because they're they're all dead don't ask me how I know that either so anyway um so that's probably the biggest thing I've learned over the years is the plants can't wait it's good to have a plan and you got to have goals and uh you know plans of when you're going to plant what when um because otherwise you know that first frost in the fall comes and you if you didn't get your squashes in early enough you're not gonna they won't have time to ripen and same with eggplants and everything else I mean you may you may get still a crop it may still be worth it but if you want to maximize you got to really be on top of it um and then there are a lot of ways to extend the season, which is nice. And for us, I think we're only going to have a couple more weeks with freezing temperatures. And that will be interspersed with weeks of, you know, 60s and not getting below 45 or whatever. And so I think the row covers are going to work really well for that. And basically planting, and that's what my friend said, is just plant the seeds straight in the garden and then cover it and that's basically the same as winter sowing and then the idea is that the seeds will sprout when the time is right when the conditions are right um, 
and they'll be great that way um, and so anyway that's what I'm going to try this year and for me too it's got to be kind of lazy the kind of the lazy way I also worked in a garden in California which was really good experience and um, oh, they grew all kinds of stuff it was so cool um, and it all grew really well um, yeah but I think compost is really important and this year we're using rabbit poo rabbits are really easy to take care of and the kids really enjoy them it's kind of sad because they're just in their cage cages all the time but their poo is supposed to be really good for the garden and so far it does seem to be except for the stuff you know it's hard to tell for sure because I had a wild rabbit that came in and ate everything I thought it was a deer so I was protecting for deer but little did I know there was a hole in the fence so anyway now we've got chicken wire along all the bottom part of the fence and that took care of that bunny I actually saw the bunny in the garden and then we've had a few chickens that have gotten into the garden area also and so we're going to be revamping our chickens because we have them just mostly free-ranging um, but we can never find their eggs before the dogs do and they're like eating everything around the house <laughs> instead of going out in the in the woods and in the you know other grassy areas that are further away from the house no they just hang out near the house so anyway we don't need that many to eat the ticks plus there really aren't ticks in the winter plus you know around the house where everything's eaten down I don't think there's going to be ticks anyway and so we'll probably get a couple more guineas and um, just have a few chickens that are wild sleeping in trees like maybe just like 10 to 15 at the most and then we'll have another group of chickens in an area where the dogs can't get to so that we can get their eggs and then also hopefully the chickens won't be getting in the garden anymore um, but that's a second thing that the row covers will do is they'll protect the plants from frost but also from chickens and I have two cinder block beds and that I just put um, the insect netting on it didn't have the hoops or anything and that protected them protected those plants pretty well and the chickens left them alone but I went out there and I've left the insect netting off so I'm just thinking now I wonder if the chickens got in there so I'll have to go see tomorrow dang chickens so anyway and I ordered some more because I'm out and I got to figure out how to get it to stay on there because I also did another row another um yeah tunnel um, last year but I had two pieces of insect netting and so it was just like a huge hole down the middle and so it like kept the bugs in there and they ate all the broccoli so anyway don't do that either so this year I'm I have the um, the hoops up and I have a full cloth and then I have two strips that we had cut because we had used those for some strawberries a couple years ago <coughs> excuse me um, and 
so those I'm going to sew together and then I have some more coming. So anyway, that should be fine. Okay, so what can you plant in the cool season right now? It's basically all of the um all of the lettuce, all of the salad vegetables. So lettuces, broccolis, cabbages, so broccoli, cabbage, kale, Chinese cabbage, mm, a lot of Asian vegetables, radishes. Those are actually all in the same family. Their seeds all look exactly the same. They're just little tiny black seeds. In fact, if you cook with mustard seeds, it's the black mustard seeds that, and they all look like that. Um, maybe slightly various sizes, but anyway, those all tolerate frost fine, except for when they're little tiny plants, and then they do need to be covered. Um, also, if you plant them in the cinder blocks or in tires, those will give them a little more heat which is good in the cooler seasons, but not good when it gets hot. So when it gets hot, that would be good for heat loving crops like tomatoes and eggplants and peppers, depending on how hot, you know, and depending on how much organic matter you have in your soil, how much moisture it can keep in there is going to depend, you know, how much you'll have to water and stuff and that you just have to watch the plants to, to kind of gauge. Um, so in addition to the coal crops is what they're called, cruciferous vegetables, you can also plant carrots and beets and Swiss chard um, and pretty much all the other greens like arugula dandelion. Um, I can't think of any other greens. I guess mache, but that, that might be also cold crop. Not sure. Um, and then peas don't mind a little bit of cold as long as, you know, once they're established. And this is another thing is I have planted these crops in the fall before and they don't really grow through the winter, but as soon as it starts to get warm, they take off. And so that's pretty cool. Except for in this house, that hasn't ever happened because of the dumb chickens. So, because they just eat everything. Except for those two beds that I've covered this year. So, anyway, it's just a learning process and you will have your own gardening challenges. Um, so my um, recommendation is just that you can figure it out and to not give up and to try things and see what happens because you might be pleasantly surprised. Okay, so that's the cold, the cold crops. Oh, and then also onions and garlic. So garlic is best planted in the fall. Um, and one thing that is something that grew well and I made the connection when I was recording this before is that the chickens, that's the one thing they left alone in my garden because I planted... Um, a cover crop and that seems to be doing well for the soil. The worms really like to be in the roots of, of that and so I have turned over some of that. But the chickens ate most of it but they didn't eat it where the garlic was. And I grew some, I grew a good amount of garlic last year and it turned out really good and it's because the chickens didn't eat it. <laughs> so anyway, so if I can protect the rest of my garden from 
the chickens and we do have plans to separate them out which I think I already talked about um, so that is what I'm focusing on now also I got some more um, asparagus plants and those need to be planted soon because I got them from Home Depot and if you get anything from Home Depot or Tractor Supply it's probably going to be dried out so the earlier in the season you get it the better and then get it watered and in the ground for your best chance of it growing well um, but I got some purple asparagus so I'm excited about that um, I was going to plant it today but we ended up not being home and it was raining all day anyway so that's another thing that I've learned with gardening is that when it's sunny and nice just go out just go out to the garden and do stuff because the next day could be rainy and cold and not fun um yeah and then as far as um tomatoes and stuff go I did a lot of seedlings inside last year and I think I'm going to do that again this year and I think I'm going to try to protect a lot of the stuff with the insect netting and the row covers even some tomatoes but it's really important the thing that is is tough with with that is that if you grow seedlings inside you got to harden them off before they go outside so that means that you just get them used to being in the cold so you bring them in at night but leave them out during the day um, so they can get used to being outside so the winter sowing would be better for that too or even planting them in the ground and just protecting them when it's cold um, and you know stuff is gonna grow better when the when it has the right conditions so the cool weather crops will grow best when it's cool and you know starts to get warm they'll really start to grow but when it gets hot they won't really grow that much and then um, the warm weather stuff you can plant it early but if it's cold it's just not going to grow very well until it gets hot and that's just kind of how it is and then you know it needs to make sure that it has enough they have enough sun enough water and enough um and that your soil is good enough the more organic matter you have the less you'll need to water because it will keep the moisture um, I also was reading about self-watering containers and self-watering garden beds also straw bale gardening is an interesting thing so those are a couple things you might want to look into if you're going to be starting a new garden this year um, I'm going to try both those because we are putting in a new section because the other problem with my garden is not just the chickens but also the trees keep growing <laughs> and so it's just getting more shaded so I I ordered some ginseng because I've got a fenced in area of a lot of shade so we'll see how that that does and I think I may order some golden seal because I think that grows in the shade and I may look up and see what other herbs and stuff grow in the shade since I have that there um so that's um there's more to talk about I could go on and on about garden plans because I just really love plants I just really love them even though I kill them a lot but I am getting better it's it's easier now that I don't have babies also another thing I learned is t you know the best garden I ever had was in my front yard because I saw it all the time so 
that's one of my goals is to get out in the garden every day because um, a lot of the reasons that my gardens would die is because I just wouldn't go out there for a week and then lo and behold it's all dead especially when we lived in Utah because <laughs> if you don't water it will die and because it's just so dry out there um and so that's a little bit nicer out here plus every place that you live is going to be slightly different for growing um and it's just it's just a lot of fun it and it's really it really feels good when you're eating stuff that you grew yourself i'm always really proud i haven't had enough to can or anything but I had a good crop of ginger, good crop of Jerusalem artichokes. We got a decent amount of strawberries. We got some raspberries finally. Um, and green beans. We had a really good crop of green beans. So that was good because I was like, man, if I can't grow green beans that make their own nitrogen, there's something really wrong. Um, so anyway, happy gardening. And I, you know, it, you just got to also if you can find somebody that has been growing in your area for a while gardeners are usually really happy to share their information and I'm really lucky because I have a few friends that really know what they're doing and I can ask them pretty much anything and they've tried you know various things and have good information and help for me with my own garden so anyway that's it's been 21 minutes so I think I'm gonna say goodbye and thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next time bye